Okay, and we are live. Welcome to episode six of the Silicon Junkie Pod. I'm here with Kuda and Banks. Kuda Patrick and Banks. Okay. Uh, should we get straight into it? Yeah, let's start. All right, so the first thing that we can talk about today is, I guess, the first ever digital asset insider trading scheme that involves NFTs has led to New York City arrest. So in other words, um, insider trading has happened in NFT and basically someone has been arrested. So I'll give you the details. Nathaniel Chastain, a former employee of a company that does business as Open OpenSea, was arrested in Manhattan. He was later released on a $100,000 bail after entering a not guilty plea for wire fraud and money laundering charges. Um, uh, so basically, the charges were at first because they pertain to NFTs. Um, I'm trying to figure out exactly what he did. So, so basically, it seems like he he had access to OpenSea, and by using his confidential business information, whatever that means, he mm. he used that information to make money for himself. So, like maybe some kind of information that was on OpenSea that he had access to because maybe he worked for them, so he had maybe had administrative access. Oh, okay. So then he used that to basically uh, to make himself rich. Okay, that, that's very interesting because I when when I look at that because it's NFTs because NFTs are one thing and I do think this is gonna go from NFTs mm. to to crypto and I'm just trying to think how many by crypto I mean is in like the actual coin the actual currencies. Yeah. So I'm actually trying to think. Do you reckon like this is gonna get to a point where a lot of the stuff that happened in 2020 all of the crypto scams, there was a lot of insider trading. A, a ridiculous amount of insider trading. Billions. People made billions from that insider trading. And a, 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 lot, a lot of coins as well were just a bunch of pump and dumps as well. Like Exactly. Like a bunch of influencers will get paid to promote a coin and the next thing you know, the coin is gone. And we don't have to talk about Elon Musk and Dogecoin. <laughs> but it's funny because I was watching an interview the other day and it was like, well, I never told people to invest in Doge. And I was like, this guy... I'm pretty sure he said he said Doge to the moon a couple of times. You said, that's the thing, because saying Dogecoin to the moon does, isn't necessarily telling people to invest in Dogecoin. And he said he's going to launch Dogecoin into space using SpaceX, space. bro. That's, but it's, it's genius because he's, he's getting away with it legally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's the legality of it. It's, it's pretty genius. But but yeah, like I wonder if this is gonna if this is gonna affect other coins and other those pump and dumps. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I, I think um with this, it's it's definitely gonna get a lot more people like being more cautious. Um, definitely. not just yeah, not not just like getting away with a lot of this uh fraud that's been going on. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I feel like the way, um, because what is, I can't remember what, who this was, what, uh, Justice Department this was. Like, it's the federal the authorities, but I don't Southern know. Southern District of New York, the attorney's Yeah, Southern District of New York. Because I was, I was doing some Googles into how they operate in, in just, in jet, like, it seems like it's a situation of, like, they kind of start off small. And they build up, they build up, and they, like the arrests basically get bigger. I guess it's the same thing with anything, right? Yeah. You start off small, and the arrests get bigger. Slightly off topic, but like it's like it's like the uh, YSL arrest. Oh, okay, you arrest yeah, one yeah. small person, and then at the end, you get to the actual 
young the actual big guy. Yeah, yeah the actual big guy. But yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how this occurs. But I think the days of NFTs and just crypto scams are kind of uh, over. Yeah, a lot of regulation is coming up. A lot of regulation is coming up. Because it was definitely an easy way of, of making money. Yeah, and the annoying... Well, and the, you know what's crazy about it? A lot of people that made money were billionaires. That's what's so annoying about it. <laughs> it's so annoying because it, because to be honest with you, the whole that whole time, especially during 2020, making money of crypto was the easiest thing in the world. But if you're a billionaire and you already have money to mm. invest in some marketing, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> you 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 cashed in. Yeah, you casting for real. You just need money for marketing. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah. That's all you, you need. Just, need. just get Snoop Dogg to 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 tweet something. You know, like that's all you have to do. <laughs> and 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 they'll just play dumb. They'll just be like, "Oh, I didn't know a thing." You know, it was just a tweet. I wasn't really yeah, involved. Yeah, <laughs> that's and, what and, they all say, right? That, that that's what happened with this um this one coin as well. Like a lot of people were involved in it, and it was a pump and dump. But then mm. to actually, when people were doing an investigation, you know, armchair detectives were doing the investigation to find out who actually is the the leader of it all. They they couldn't seem to find yeah. who the leader was. Like they were like, I "Oh no, it's him!" It. Oh no, it's him! But, and it's crazy because I I heard about another situation where it was, I guess, the same situation that you're talking, a similar situation that you're talking about, mm. but the way they did it, they couldn't find the actual company. It was all show companies within show companies and then the show company. Yeah, it's so it was like crazy. A, the person that wanted to sue, he didn't they even know who to sue. And they definitely really <laughs> care. Like what, 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 when you do do like make it, I guess you have to be really careful in it. So you have to just yeah. cover your tracks and make sure you don't get caught. I guess that's how they mm. did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting stuff. We'll see anyway how how that goes. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, yeah. The, the, um, on the next one is um, uh, tech jobs layoffs. Oh yeah, the yeah. tech job layoffs. So ba- yeah, so I don't know. If, well, not I don't know. You can kind of see it. A lot of tech companies that they share like the 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I lost all my words. I don't know, my brain just had a brain fart. Um, yeah, it's hard for tech companies right now. They're not very they're not doing uh very well in the stock market at all. I mean, uh I I, I was hearing that Facebook um or Meta, should I say. And I don't know if it's I don't know for, if it's for a specific department or as a whole, but I think it's for yeah. as a whole in America. Yeah. Have have done a job freeze. And then the jobs that are that are on on kind of showcase that they they really are looking for jobs for twenty twenty four or twenty twenty yeah twenty twenty four yeah like um like I'm I'm looking at it right now and for example this is a person that was working for Coinbase and he was um like some of these are really like high um, position jobs and he was a senior product manager and he was you know up at four a.m. he he and he was working. And then he just he found out that he was part of twenty percent of the company that was laid off. Oh, is it? Yeah. What do you mean? How did he find out? <laughs> so, so basically, he says he wrote on LinkedIn that he was up at four a.m. to prepare for a meeting when his mm. when his company MacBook abruptly shut down. He later found out that he was part no of nearly twenty percent of the company that was laid off from the company's uh, 
CEO called oh, Wyoming Recession. Yeah. This is Coinbase. Yeah, this is Coinbase. Oh, so the CEO, I think the CEO of that is Brian Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so oh, same, wow. same things are happening at Netflix as well and Microsoft and Meta, like you said, and NVIDIA. Yeah. Like, yeah, a lot of these companies are laying off like um, a high, high position uh, uh, people as well. Yeah, it's layoffs and and job freezes. It's, it's gonna be rough, and yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder when. And I, I think that the, the situation is the market isn't gonna get better until twenty twenty four. And you know what's crazy? I was actually hearing about this uh, today. Yeah. You see, in America, mm-hmm. uh, the you see the 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 amount of money that that the Federal Reserve put in during uh, the pandemic. Yeah. Uh what was the actual what was the actual quote? Give me a second, I'll get the quote right. Uh for every I think it was for every dollar increase in the stock market, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's for every dollar increase in, in assets. Or in, okay. yeah, in assets, I believe. Um ninety-two cents can be attributed to the cash influx from the pandemic. What ninety two cents? Ninety two cents for every dollar. So it's literally so. So basically, in other words, when the stock market was up, you can there's a direct correlation between that and the money that the Federal Reserve pumped into the system. That's crazy. <laughs> so in other words, that's why the inflation exists, and and that's why we kind of going for a recession right now because a lot of these things have to get. Uh, basically, the money has to come out of the system for the actual value of a lot of these assets to to be actually the real value because obviously they're overpriced. So it's, it's very interesting that, that a lot of this stuff is really because of mismanagement of the Federal Reserve, of the Bank of England, and now everyone else has to suffer. <laughs> every, every, everyone is suffering right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone is suffering. Even yeah, even in the UK, it's, the cost of living is crazy right now. It's it's insane. It's insane. But it's actually pretty. We, we're around the same as America. I, I think the UK is at nine percent inflation. America is at eight point nine. I believe. Okay. So it's, so yeah, it's, it's around, around about around about the same. But I think yeah. the UK is more mess because of obviously energy and stuff like that. But we, we'll get into that the whole Ukraine situation later on. Um, I think that's actually what's next right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, the big one. So yeah, the big one is Russia. In the Ukrainian war, that is a uh, so basically the, the question is, do you want to introduce it actually? No, you, been, uh... Oh, okay, yeah. So so basically the question is, is Russia actually winning the war overall? In terms of like, are they better off now than they were before? I guess. So, so you look at, um, like you said before, um, the currency is actually going up, and it's been it's the highest it's been since how how long did you say? Like seven years ago? Yeah, so it's at a seven year high. So is it about so so is Russia winning right now? And the quick answer is yes, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll go into it though. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, um, yeah. The quick answer is yeah, it's winning. Uh, the ruble is up. You know, is at a seven-year high. Uh, the British pound is is falling. America. I don't know where the American dollar stands, but of course, America is not in the best situation right now. 
Um, Russia is Russian oil is also selling very well. They're just selling to other people that aren't part of Europe, that aren't part of the West, basically. Yeah. Um, and I do believe that they're actually gaining a lot of uh, land in Ukraine, so they actually are winning in terms of uh, militarily in, in Ukraine as well. So they're winning on the battleground and they're winning economically. And um, it's a bit scary just because I we know how this stuff goes. I don't think the West is just going to lay down and give over straight away. No, they're not. Um, yeah. Especially when you look at like things like, uh, what was it now? Like the sanctions aren't working, first of all. Uh, oh, the so only people that lost it... with this, yeah? No, I'm just saying clearly not if the if the currency is still going up. Yeah, their currency is still going up. Russian assets are they they're not crashing. Russian assets are still strong. So the only people that lost out in all of this are American companies and the American people. If you had, if you I don't know your pension fund or if if you're a, you know a company and you had Russian assets on your in your portfolio, you lost out because the government told you that you can't have those have, Russian assets. Have them, yeah. But Russia is still winning because they're still valuable. It didn't tank the Russian assets as they thought it would. So, you know, I mean, economically, Russia is winning. Um, and in terms of the battleground, I mean, of course, the West is winning in terms of propaganda, but it's really losing everywhere else. <laughs> so Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, but it, it's very scary. I mean, if you look at what's going on right now, I was just going to get into this with uh, the transit road between Russia and Lithuania. Yeah. So Lithuania is enforcing EU sanctions, um, restricting flight between, restricting flight from Russia. So basically, how it works is like, to if you are going from Moscow to Kaliningrad, which is in Russia, you have to go through uh, three different borders. So, no, two different borders that aren't Russian. So you have to go through Belarus and Lithuania. Okay. And now Lithuania is doing EU sanctions on, I think, certain products. So I think it's Russian goods like uh, cement, building material, and coal. Bro, Lithuania are going to get fucked up. <laughs> they get, but, but the only reason they're doing this is because they feel like they have the backing of America. They feel like they have the backing of the EU and they're part of NATO. Yeah, and Russia is saying, "Well, there's going to be serious consequences if this doesn't get sorted out in the next couple of days." You know what I mean? Yeah. And if those serious consequences happen, and Lithuania is part of NATO, and then now everyone's involved. You know it's what gonna I mean? Be a world, basically, it's going to be a world war. Basically, it's actually yeah. going to be a world war, isn't it? That's actually like yeah. what's going to happen if basically. Yeah. And I don't know why people are. Pl- the, and, and the worst thing about it is that a lot of these countries. You know, we, 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 of course, um, what's it called? We, of course, back and support Ukraine and Lithuania. And not Maybe not Lithuania, but we back Ukraine. But a lot of these countries are feel the need to be able to flex their muscles because they have EU and American backing. Mm-hmm. But, but I, it, for example, in the situation of Lithuania, if something does happen, it may not be Lithuania that suffers the most economically. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So it's like, yeah, it, it, we are playing a dangerous game and it could lead to World War, World War Three here. It's it's actually very scary. But what would World War Three actually look like? Like, what what would 
what what would actually what what would how would that be fought like that war? Do you think it's very interesting, right? Um, I think that it might just be a proxy war where NATO goes into Lithuania. Nah, actually, I think that would that'll be an attack. So I, I don't know. It won't be. I don't think it would be like the British. Um, of course, it would be the NATO army, right? Mm-hmm. Um, rather than actual the British army, the American army, it would just be uh, just the soldiers be NATO, like the NATO. NATO army. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's what it would look like, but where it will be fought, I have no idea. It will probably be a proxy war somewhere, maybe Lithuania do, do or think, surrounding Eastern European countries. Do you think nuclear weapons will ever get actually launched mm. at some point or no? Not at all. I don't think so. I don't think it, so. It's too much of a risky game to play, right? Yeah. Because yeah, once, once nuclear weapons are involved, you know that the world is over, basically. Exactly. Exactly. That's too much. And, and I feel like and, and I, I feel like if, if that war, but you know what? I'm not going to say nuclear weapons, but I'm going to say that it's very dangerous because Russia, Russia is not as weak as the propaganda is making out to be. But the West is very weak. And Russia has a lot of good allies. And, um, and the worst thing about it is if you look at America and what's going on in America, it will be very hard uh of course, maybe america might might allocate more soldiers to into nato right so nato might pump up its soldier the amount of soldiers it has but it's very hard for america to get uh public backing mm-hmm. for a war it's very hard for european countries the uk to get public backing because people are not happy with biden they're not happy with the economy of america right now in the uk people are not happy with boris johnson and the economy right now uh you know, the by-elections just happened. Uh, and, lost. and Boris Johnson lost uh, two, uh, Tory, constituencies. Uh, two constituencies that were, that were, that had Tory, that had Tory um, leaders. Yeah. Uh, America, Biden is obviously not polling well. I don't think it takes a genius to figure that out. <laughs> In France, uh, Macron just lost, uh, what would you call it? Like, their Congress or whatever, his party just lost that. So it's like it would be hard for them to get public backing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I. So I don't think. So I. I actually think. You know what I think? To be yeah. honest with you, this is yeah. just an opinion. Okay. I think that if that was to happen and we were and the West was put into a war, I think that. Um. I was actually saying this before, like. Prior to all of this stuff, Russia and China were meeting up a lot. I feel like uh, the West is very... Can you guys talk about lesser-known networks that are also competing in the energy market space? We might touch on that later. But yeah, um, what was I saying, sorry? Um, about Russia. Yeah, I was saying Russia and China were actually meeting up quite, 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 a, quite a lot uh prior right uh prior to the prior to to the uh ukraine russia war and i actually think that if uh, if if there was a war i think that it's such a great opportunity for china to try and take over taiwan because what is america going to do at that point yeah oh that that oh. what is europe going to do at that point I mean, if, if China was to ever try and take over Taiwan this season, this current time is the, is the perfect time. Europe is weak. 
America's weak energy prices are, are high. And I'm, I'm not saying China, China is not in a perfect situation as well. They have a, they have a lot of issues as well um, economically. But I think it's not as bad as America. So no, probably not, not right now. Yeah, yeah. What's well, how the, how do you? What was the yeah. what was the other uh, territory that 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 China was in dispute over besides Taiwan? Wasn't there another one as well? Mm, you tell me. Uh, you tell me. I, I don't know. <laughs> the other one, but yeah, I don't know. It's okay. I forgot. But there was a, I, I remember. I wasn't it like uh, I'm gonna say some crazy stuff. Uh, the one that used to be a British territory. It's not Hong Kong, but it, not, but no, but they, they, but wasn't it something like they, they like they, they, they were part of China, but they were sovereign or something like that. Yeah, like like the like independent kind of. But I know you're not talking about Hong Kong, so I, I don't know what what you're talking about. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, but yeah, but uh, how do you, how do you think if the if the war was to break down, how do you think it it, it would happen? I th- yeah, I th- I think I think it'll be just more 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 sanctions and and I think oh, so you think it'll cyber. stay economic. I think so. Oh, so you you think it's gonna stay economic and and uh yeah, you think it's gonna stay an economic war and a cyber war, so a soft yeah, war. Yeah, it's but, not it's yeah, not gonna basically become an I, actual war. I don't think it's gonna become an actual war. I don't know. I just don't see it. Uh, um, like actual NATO soldiers touching ground and fighting with Russian soldiers. I don't see that. Really? I don't know. I just don't see that. I don't know. To me, it's a, to me, it's a big I, I, possibility. I, I, I don't think the I don't think Russia would would risk going to war with NATO. I, I, like especially now with all the sanctions that they already have, and I know like the the currency is going up and stuff. But are they really in a stable enough position to be having another war? Like basically, they're going to be fighting two wars on two fronts, like Ukraine and no, it's the same Lithuania. war. But it'll, it'll, yeah, it'll it's get the same it, war, but they're, they're already like put an enormous amount of resources into this and also i don't know i, I don't because i'm not in russia i don't know who its allies are you know what i mean uh, it's really just china isn't it uh no no it's not just china I, I, no it's, there's a lot of it's other not, countries it's not, it's not just china but it's china belarus um uh there's another one it's, it's some of those um um Eastern European countries does and then and I feel like I feel like if that was the case, let's say China does come into the defense of Russia. Okay. Um uh who then you have to think who are China who are China's allies? Uh I think they're pretty good with India, but I don't know if India will get No, India would not get involved. India would not get involved. Um North Korea. I just feel like this. It's. It, I feel like it's. It's a completely possible thing. The longer, the longer the war in Ukraine carries on, the longer, the the higher, the more likely things like what's going on in Lithuania right now is Lithuania um does does uh, uh uh sanctions on Russian freight trains going through Lithuania to go to another part of Russia. The more things like that. Are going to occur, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the better, the better that that a peace deal happens, the safer we are. But if this carries on, we are we will be at war at some point. We will be at war at some point. Especially considering the West is so weak. Yeah. Um. Just Western politics is in a mess right now in general. Yeah. I I guess this is a way for us to transition to maybe. 
I, I thought you were transitioning there. You shouldn't have even brought up the transition because I thought that was a very good transition. <laughs> I was like, that's a good job. That's why you get paid the, the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, um, yeah, but just uh, world politics right now is a mess. So I guess if you, if you look at um, America right now and the mm. Supreme Justices and the Supreme Court and what they've done this week in uh, voting for um, to overturn... Uh, Roe versus what is it called? Roe and Wade or something, right? Yeah, Roe. yeah, Roe versus Wade, and and basically that means it it it, it means that um, abortion is not a constitutional right, which means mm. states are allowed to now ban abortion if they want to. Mm. And basically, over half the states are probably going to do so um, in the South. All the red states basically yeah. are probably going to do yeah. so now. So it is it is a um republican majority uh supreme court right it is it's like five to three yeah yeah, yeah. So, I, I think yeah go on no go on i was just gonna say i think that yeah american politics is in a sticky situation right now um because where do, where do you go from here like i don't i don't know where america goes from here because uh it's just going to go from extremes to like what happens is that it has political leaders that do not represent the cent like centrists. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it has a court that is outside of any government uh, uh, powers, powers mm-hmm. that is able to make legislations and these legislations that they are currently making do not represent um, the what ideals the public, what the public of the public. For, basically, yeah. 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 And then on top of that, you have the economic hardships. And I think the public is going to get, because I think the public is, they feel poorer. They feel like the government isn't doing anything. They feel like they can't relate to the government. Um. Yeah, they feel like they can't relate to the government uh, because they're on extreme sides, right? Yeah. Wow, I just I just saw that link that you put in there. So it, Alabama becomes the first state in which abortion providers face the same maximum life sentence as a first degree rapist. Jesus, oh my Christ. goodness, Jesus, that's extreme. That is that's extreme. extreme. That's very extreme. That's very. Oh extreme. my goodness. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, America just feels like it's it's very extreme right now. Like, where do you go from here? And I, 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 what I'm like, for example, in terms of 2024, I don't think Biden is gonna run again. And Kamala Harris has been surely, a mess. I don't think. I don't think. Not. I don't think she's gonna run again. I've been hearing talks that a lot of people are saying it's gonna be Republican Ron DeSantis versus um, California Governor Gavin Newsom. Okay. Um. And and again, these are still very. Ron DeSantis isn't as extreme. He's not a Trump figure, but these are still very, um, you know, uh, polarizing people. Yeah. So it's like, at what point does America get a centrist figure that represents both, that represents the majority? You know what I mean? Is, it is, feels like it's gonna go from extreme to extreme to extreme, and the the longer that that happens, the more divided the country becomes. Is is Gavin Newsom uh, an extreme left or? He's an extreme. Like... Yeah, he's a, he's an extreme, he's a very extreme left. 
Okay, okay. Yeah, he's not as extreme as let's say what's that AOC. Uh, oh, that's too much, bro. That that, yeah. that, that progressive. <laughs> nah, bro. That progressive uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 not down with this progressive Republican stuff. It's too it's too much. It's too extreme. Do you mean uh, Democrat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Democrat, yeah. Pro- progressive Democrats, yeah. Whatever they call themselves. Yeah, and that's the thing about it. yeah. And I, I don't know how America got there because I feel like you can see it every like there there is no central like okay there is no central voice of reason. Like you you can't like yeah there's no like central voice like okay I agree with some of the policies from the right and I agree with some of them from the from the left from the left and yeah. it's like the right are forced to be extreme because if you're extreme to the right it, it gets you more votes but who's speaking for the center for the person in the center then the left is the same thing and then this is also then um supported by media companies who are going who are doing uh uh ext- far right and far left uh media in order because because if you get people in uh the far right and get people in the far left it's much easier to capitalize right yeah maybe divide and rule but I saw that uh, that that live chat that you said maybe divide and rule by the establishment. Uh, what do you mean by that? Maybe divide and rule by the establishment. Um, by the political establishment. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't get it. Am I, I guess. Something? I don't know how to explain that. I I guess. Um. I guess the government itself. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if you want to expand on that. But yeah, okay, exactly what you said about the media companies, but more broadly. Oh yeah, yeah, but the establishment. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So they are just more broadly speaking, they are trying to divide and rule. It's it's much easier, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the the way that American like politics is is really just like it's either it's either you're red or blue and that's it like you can't you, you really can't be in the middle. Yeah, because the thing about it, like for example, if you see, uh, I'll give the UK as an example because we're in the UK, right? Yeah, it's not just conservative and Labour. If you if you if you do not like what the conservatives are doing. But you don't want to vote for Labour. It's called yeah. tactical voting, right? You vote for the Lib Dems. Yeah, you vote for Lib Dems. Yeah. But America doesn't have that. Doesn't have that option. It doesn't have a third party that you can actually vote for, like that you can actually vote for. So what that creates is just extremes because people are gonna go further and further to both right it's, and it's left. It's literally just either either red or blue, and that's it. Like no no one really considers anything else. Maybe there yeah. should be a party that should be created that has policies that are more central you know yeah maybe so but i feel like it would be so difficult because these these parties themselves right yeah yeah these parties are so established at this point and they've got too much power i mean i mean yeah because all all these parties go back to like the the like basically the 1800s or whenever America's created 1700s and stuff. So yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's definitely different. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, 
Yeah, and a lot of this stuff, I feel like it's, it's also to do with the foundations of America as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like America was founded was founded on this kind of wild wild west of commerce. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That is in the that is in the the foundations of America. That's why when you do see it, I mean, and, and I guess this is happening everywhere. If you look in the UK, the Guardian is gonna be uh, favoring Labour. The Telegraph is gonna be favoring the Conservatives. But I feel like in America, a lot of this stuff is much more extreme. It's all for share. It's all for shareholder profits, right? And I feel like yeah. that it it allows them to just uh uh justify anything you know what i mean like for example like it's even and i feel like um like for example like uh we can go back to um what happened in new york i don't know if you know about the supreme court um it's ruling on on the gun laws in new york okay go on so okay, I might butcher this right because I'm not from New York or America. <laughs> I'm from, but um, I believe it was uh, it was that basically the Supreme Court had made it legal to conceal and carry. a weapon pu- and carry publicly, right? But prior to this. Um, you you would need a justification to do so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A justified reason. Uh, let me just like it would have you and it and it was uh, I believe it was like an application kind of situation where you had to apply and, and create a justification for why you have to carry and consume publicly. And then they got rid of that. And the, the interesting thing is that they got rid of that in, in a time when New York crime is going up. <laughs> which doesn't which doesn't make sense bro gun violence is really is really uh bad right now in new york it's bad in new york and yeah, it could have come at a worse time especially with with the shootings that have been going on in america overall you know what i mean uh, it, it just doesn't make it just doesn't make any sense and then they go and overturn the abortion on yeah and they go and overturn sense. yeah so it's like and and i, I was saying that like it's it's so hard for America to get anything done because there's they are they live and die by the idea of the constitution. They do. And it's it's hard for them to even be like, okay, maybe this is dated. Like let's like for update, example like, let's update it or something. Let's let's update it or let's let's come to the table and actually have a thought about like for example, this idea that like all these mass shootings have happened, a, a huge chunk of them, or the majority of them, the a, most of them, I don't want to say all of them because I don't have the stats, but most of them, it's assault rifles, right? Yeah, it's assault rifles. It's, and it's like, it's hard for them to have a conversation. Like, it's hard for them to have a conversation. Was it Ohio that created a bill to allow uh, uh, school staff to uh, have a weapon on them, carry a weapon in school? Wait, wasn't that just a suggested idea? Did that actually happen? No, it was like a bill that they put forward, but I, I okay. think it was like it wasn't actually it hasn't it hasn't actually been um Vo- voted on or anything voted on or anything like that. But that's what I'm saying. But what that shows you is just how much people are not willing to come to the table to be like, okay, you know, let's actually have an idea. Like, let's create some uh some criteria to to stop to stop this from happening. Like I heard a great like a great idea. What about something just as simple as gun insurance? Uh, gun insurance, you said. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, well, think well. about it this way. 
right? It's just an idea, but think about it this way, right? Why do you have car insurance? Because you can kill someone with a car or you can destroy another car, right? Yeah. You can do damage with a car. Yeah. And depending on the car you have, if you have a Ferrari, the insurance is more, of course, because it's a Ferrari and it's expensive. But if you have if you have a, a vehicle that is, um, you know, on the, what's it called? You know, that grade of cars, right? So let's see if it's like a, if it's a vehicle that gets into car crushes a lot, mm-hmm. it costs more, right? Yeah, it costs more. So why can't you do that with assault rifles? A so, handgun, you only pay a small amount. And then assault rifles, you pay a, a large amount because there's a lot of but, mass shootings that happen because of assault rifles. But, but, but how often are Americans going to use their gun anyway? They probably just go to the gun range and that's really it. But they just carry it for safety purposes, right? What's your but, point? So I'm saying, like, what's insurance on a gun really going to do for mass shootings? Uh, I, I, you got a point. Um, because I'm thinking, well, if if a lot of these kids, if a lot of these people that are that are that are creating, oh, we've got a caller. Um, I'll add you to the call. Let me just uh, finish making this point. But if a lot of people are are creating uh uh that are that are doing these mass shootings are kids, creating an insurance premium might it might do some some it might create some you know some uh, blockade. It might become a barrier. That's what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? For 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 kids to to own guns is what you're saying. For for these 18 year old, 19 year old, 20 year olds to go out and do mass shootings. If before you buy the gun, you gotta buy gun insurance as well. Yeah, but they can always just go to their parents' uh, locker and get their gun, and then just go to the school and shoot. You got a point. I don't think this is the this is the the only um this is the only uh, uh thing but i'm just saying there should be a lot of different things to stop people from doing mass shootings something like literally something but anyway let's take the next caller and see what okay. uh, their opinions are okay hello uh you mate you're live hey hey Kuda. hi Hey. Uh, I was just uh, listening to about uh, the, the the insurance uh, that you uh, brought up, and it, it, it's very interesting because uh, if you look at car insurances, you are here in the Netherlands. I'm from from the Netherlands, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, when you're when you just turned 18, 18 and you have a driver's license and you want a car, you have to pay a huge amount of of, of insurance money just to to uh, to own the car. But I was thinking, if you want to insure the guns, you need to make it obligatory. So, is that the case in the United States, or isn't it? The, I don't know. Do you guys know? Ooh, um, no. I, well, in the United States, there is there is no there is no gun insurance. That's mm-hmm. that's the whole point. So you can just kind of buy a gun. So at least that's what that's what I was thinking. That at least if there was a premium before you can even buy the gun, you also need to have that insurance. Especially if you're 18 years old, it's an assault rifle. There's a higher risk because the data shows that you know mass shootings happen within people in this age bracket and with this kind of gun. Yeah, you have to get the premium before you buy the gun. I, I thought that would be at least some blockade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that might be a good idea, but I don't know if the Americans would <laughs> would implement such a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's why that was my question. Thank you. All right. Okay, no problem. Uh, how do you move from Q? Is it the right thing? 
there we go but yeah yeah that's the thing i don't know if americans will ever do anything like this uh they they would there'll be an uproar <laughs> it, it will cause too much <laughs> too much uh, uh riots there'll probably be riots over this they'll be like there will be riots they, they're trying to control our guns blah 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 it's, it will be too much yeah it, it's like it's actually very interesting i i it's a very interesting culture, I would say that. Like uh, Americans are always, pre- it's like Americans are always prepared for the government to to overthrow them, or to something. overthrow them somehow, right? <laughs> yeah. Like they're, they're always waiting for a doomsday scenario. That's the excuse that they have for always like having guns with them. Is we're prepared for the government to overthrow us and take away our liberties. That's what they're always. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that is really always. But <laughs> would that day ever come? I don't. I don't know. I don't really think so, but yeah, yeah, and plus, plus, I but but to be fair, I do understand the the importance of guns, especially in America at this point. Oh, of course, of course, at this point because they've been in circulation for so long. It's too it's late. Too, yeah, it's too exactly. late now. It's too late to 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 like take guns out of circulation. It's too yeah. late. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think um, I think when but, was uh, no, I just even the say, I, gun, oh, sorry, I was gonna say even the idea of mandatory training i don't think there's an idea of mandatory like think about it bro right Mm. to get a car you have to do the well driving lessons aren't mandatory right yeah but you have to do driving lessons you have to do a driving test and then insurance uh in america i'm not 100 i know there is no mandatory training involved and there is no test right yeah from the best of my knowledge you can just kind of go in and buy a gun. Yeah, no, the, you can go in and buy a gun in, in Walmart, bro. In Walmart, like, exactly. Yeah, there's, there's guns in Walmart. You can literally just go in, buy the gun. Uh, but isn't probably, that probably just give your ID and that's really it. Exactly. But then isn't that backwards of the fact that if, all right, if you're in America right now, you get to do a driving test and you have to get insurance for a car. But to get a gun, no, you just walk into Walmart and buy, Walmart and buy a gun. That's it's crazy. It sounds crazy to me. But, but, but yeah, I, I was just saying. Um, I I think the probably the latest country to have like a gun, sort of any gun laws that were where, where they had um, legal ownership of guns was Australia. So they they put their gun laws in like 1996, and so okay. they did a they did a gun they did a gun they did gun buybacks where like people send in their guns and the government will buy them off of them for like i think it was i don't know for like ten thousand or something i don't know some something small anyway oh really i'm, I'm surprised yeah. that they were able to pull that off yeah 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 so because there were there were a couple of mass shootings that happened and then australia basically said no we're not gonna have this so yeah. okay so because that because people obviously had uh, firearm licenses and you they had firearms and a lot of people had firearms but yeah I, after all the mass shootings that happened, they they basically did uh, the National Firearms Agreement, where where they had uh, gun buybacks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What what were the uh, other topics we had on here? Um, I guess UK politics and the strikes right now that are going on with um the, the rail workers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rail workers. You're right. And I was also hearing that um, the union for healthcare, like doctors and stuff, were also considering striking in terms of pay. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because um, because basically, I was I was listening to an interview that he was giving, and he was basically saying, 
that um um hold on uh so yeah on saturday forty thousand members of of the rmt union went on strike in a dispute over pay and conditions on the railways rail revenues remain about two billion short of pre-pandemic levels and the government has told uh, network rail and and train operating companies to find savings through modernization to fund pay deals the union has offered a package worth three percent but inflation reached 9.1 percent or 11.7 percent on the measures usually used to determine rail salaries this week so okay. uh, yeah so this this um Mick Lynch is the is the general secretary of um of the of the union and he basically told uh Sky Sports not Sky Sports Sky News <laughs> <laughs> Sky News that they've basically not really done they've not the, the off the basically the offer that they gave them was too low um because okay. he he wanted a because he wants the he wants the wage to 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 correlate with the cost of living that's going on right now with the inflation. Okay. So, so, so the, so the packages that, that, that he's saying that they're offering them for, for the wage increases are too low. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's <laughs> the problem. So, so right now, yeah. Put you, if you, if you're trying to travel by train, it's, it's definitely impossible. Yeah. And just to answer this question, uh, in terms of the, uh, railway workers, that is on the news. Um, in terms of the healthcare, that's not on the news um, yet, but that that is that is a conversation that's happening right now. Um, but yeah, like, and the worst thing about the the, the kind of real uh, strike right now is if fuel prices are high, <laughs> the railway is shut down. <laughs> the only way to go is coach. <laughs> you're gonna have to take a, like a seven hour coach to London or something <laughs> if you're if you're from Manchester or if you're coming from a faraway city. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, impo- it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's actually impossible. The it's only crazy. way to travel is coach. It's crazy. It's crazy. And that, that's my whole issue kind of right now with, with the British politics is that all this stuff is happening. And uh, of course, there's the vote of no confidence against Boris. And the worst thing about it now is that you can kind of see what's going on. You can, you can always see what's going on, but you can kind of see what's going on with a lot of the virtual signal, like virtual signaling and like gesture politics that's going on. Like, I don't know if you know, you know, you I know you know about the uh, Rwanda scheme. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, go yeah, go on. No, just you, saying you like, like, like Boris is in uh, Rwanda right now and he's been making a bunch of speeches and stuff. Yeah, about how it's good for for both countries and blah 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 blah. And and to an extent, it's a trade, right? Because we're giving a lot of these uh, what's what's the appropriate word? I guess you can call them asylum seekers, but then or elite, but who come here illegally, right? Yeah, Ill- illegal immigrants, I guess. But uh, we're giving it's male. It's only male, right? Mm-hmm. It's but yeah, we're we're giving them some, and but then we're also receiving some from Rwanda. So to an extent, it's a trade. I don't know if we're receiving the same amount that we're giving to Rwanda for for um what's it called for processing, as they call it. I don't know how. I don't know if the processing is really real or if that's just you know they say processing, but then they're never gonna process anything, of course. <laughs> but um, is this yeah? Is this gesture politics, right? Because 
of the situation Boris has found himself in, it is it is literally just to say, look, you see, we left the EU, uh, so now our borders are safe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, and the the thing about it is that it is working for the people that Boris is trying to appease. The people that did vote Brexit and that did vote Brexit in terms of our border control. Um, the, the, if you look online, like, it's actually working. Yeah, they're gonna be like, yeah, um, this this is what we voted for, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, the the, the state of British politics right now is, is is very bad. I'm actually wondering how long Boris. Do you reckon Boris is gonna last until the next elections, or do you reckon he's gonna resign? He's not gonna resign. You don't think he's going to resign? I don't think he's going to resign. Oh, that's interesting. I actually don't think so. After everything that's been going on and even like after getting booed and uh, other things. Bro, and the, the vote of no confidence too. And the vote of because no Theresa, confidence. Because Theresa May had um had less vote had less votes that's that uh, of no confidence against her than Boris Johnson and she still ended up resigning. And it was actually an interesting uh, interesting uh, 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 statistics that I found the other day. I uh, I can't remember the specific t- statistics, but basically it was kind of showing that all like um the last huge amount of conservative uh leaders mm-hmm. have have resigned. It's been a very 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 long time since a conservative leader. Um, there's, yeah, there's a, there's been a lot of resignations, haven't there? Yeah, yeah. Been a lot. There's actually been since a, lot, a conservative yeah. leader actually did the like the full term. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, no, yeah um, but, but but yeah, I was just gonna say. Um, so, I, I, wait, I, I need to find out who this guy is first before I actually tell you because this this was a crazy interview. So, uh, Quentin Leds, um, do you know who he is? Uh no. Hold on. But yeah, just quickly talk real quick one sec. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, man. <sighs> British politics is pretty is pretty bad right now. The great thing about it is a part of me, just a small part of me, because before this, I was always kind of like, the UK is kind of following the same track as America, where we are becoming a divided country. I mean, mm-hmm. currently you can still say so because I know in Scotland. The idea of uh, of independence is becoming more and more real, and the, and, um, the, and also for unification of of Ireland as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a. Big well, thing. actually, now that I think of it, we we are in a bad situation. Yeah, it's just gonna be uh, England and Wales left. That's it. England and Wales. Just, just the two of us, you know. Oh I mean? man! So Brexit might actually just divide England as a whole. Oh man! Actually, I actually, I actually forgot about the whole the situation that's happening in in terms of the unification of of Ireland. Yeah, there's there's not gonna be any more UK man. It, that, and that's a very strong possibility. And I think I heard um Nicola Sturgeon saying that uh the possibility of of the Scotland um um asking for independence like for for that vote uh is possible next year that's what she was saying okay um wait did, didn't they win last time but then the UK was like no f off oh is that what happened no i, I remember last time david Ca- david cameron was uh kind of 
I think the public voted for them to have the vote, right? Is that what happened? I think it was something like that. Like oh, they voted okay. to have the vote for independence. But then the, but then the UK didn't allow them. Like, yeah, um, a thingy, uh, what's it called? Uh, Cameron didn't allow them. I can't remember. I think that's what happened anyway. <laughs> Back to No Facts podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. Do another. Would Scotland do another referendum? That's interesting because I, I well, I'll just cover this, um, this topic. Nicola Sturgeon, uh, plans to hold a second rec- referendum on Scottish independence in October next year if the government secures a legal approval to stage it. And she's saying there is a way, a legal way for, 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 for this to happen. We'll see if it does happen. Mm-hmm. So I was just reading this article and this article came out on the 15th of June. So it's, it's relatively recent. And, and in terms of who Scotland do a, a, another referendum in terms of um, joining the EU, uh, I don't, I'm not going to say, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure. That, I mean, if, if they, if they if ever they manage, did get independence, if they managed to then get independence, yeah, then, then they would. 100%. Of course, of because, because, because Scotland um, largely voted, largely yeah, voted to stay. To stay. Yeah. Yeah. Scotland yeah. largely wanted to stay. I think same with same with even Northern Ireland. I think as well, isn't it? Oh, is it? I I'm, I wasn't sure about Northern Ireland. I know Scotland definitely. Northern Ireland, I wasn't too sure about. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, you you were you were searching something up? No, yeah, I was just um I was just gonna talk about the the visa the visa oh, system. It's... Oh, sorry. And I would say that this kind of talk about the Scottish independence and doing a referendum for Scottish independence, it is directly linked to Brexit as well because of like what we're saying, right? Scotland wanted to stay. Ugh, man. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah, no, I was just talking about... Uh, so so basically, it was just an interview that I saw that was pretty interesting about how, um, for example, like uh, Afghanistan refugees basically don't have a way of applying for an actual visa as asylum seekers into the UK. So obviously that means they would have to sneak into the UK because they they have no actual way of, of coming here. Right. Okay. But, but, but that system was so readily available for the Ukrainians. So it's just like that disparity between why, why other groups of people are not being allowed the same access to these things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's geopolitical, man. It's it's that that's the thing. A lot of this stuff is just it just ends up being such a geopolitical play that it's like there there is no actual fairness in it, right? Yeah, there's no fairness in it, but yeah, that, I, I guess that's just the way the world works, though. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just really rough. Yeah, but yeah, what 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 do you reckon is gonna happen in terms of uh, politically in the UK? Do you reckon? Uh, you're saying Boris Johnson is gonna survive? I, I, bro, I, I, the, I, the, you I'm, know what? I'm the, hoping. Go on. I was gonna say the only reason that Boris Johnson would stay in power, and and this is even though the Tory uh, party did a vote of no confidence against him, and, and people were putting their letters to to, to trigger that. Mm-hmm. I do think that uh, who is who is the leader of the Tory the, 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 the Tory uh, party? Uh, Michael something, Michael Grove, I think. I could be wrong there. But I do think the Tories want to keep Boris Johnson in power 
Because if Boris Johnson resigns, you know what I think the plan is to do? Mm. When all is said and done, because there is no way Boris is getting out of this mess. It's too much. It's too entangled at this point. No, um, <laughs> but, but Boris is is the current leader of the Tory party. But um, no, but, uh, my, but, my, but the, like, but like the the one who just resigned was what, the chair, was, right? Was like the chair, yeah. No, nah, but there was the. Okay, he may he may not be the leader, but he he holds a lot of political power within the Tory government. Michael Grove, he's an MP, but I know he holds a lot of power within the Tory government. But anyway, um, I I do think that because what what would they do? Like think about it. Right now, the the greatest thing that that can happen for the Tory party is Boris Johnson stays in power, and then all they're gonna say is, "Well, it was Boris." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If he resigns and someone else comes into power. There's no way they're gonna fix this mess, and then the Tory party. Then there's no way the blame is gonna go to the Tories. Oh jeez, yeah. But yeah, you're saying he's gonna stay. I think I think he's gonna stay because there's no way. I don't think he will allow himself to resign with the country looking like this. I, what I'm hoping for is 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 Labour and uh, Lib Dems come together and and try to run together. Lib Dems, yeah, and Labour, yeah. I don't even think they need to do that. They could do that, but I think it's gonna be a nice slide for me. <laughs> Broke. <laughs> but yeah, you are right, man. The, the no, because because is... a lot of people still don't really like Labour. I don't know why, but they just don't. I don't. The, I don't the, blame the, them. The, 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 to be it, honest, it with doesn't you. have like it doesn't give because, you that that yeah, because feel they, it's like a confidence. It's, it's a weird. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm 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 central. I'm not a conservative. I think the conservatives have missed it up. But Labour, Labour is not able to like. You cannot trust them to deliver. Like for some reason, they seem like they're not they're, not like, like trustworthy. As, like as, like as, you no, can't. You know what it is? Yeah. Like I'll I'll give you this example. Labour is the UK version of Joe Biden. They just, just Joe, seem to just be just Joe Biden. Yeah, just Joe Biden. They just seem to be in this space. Where they're like, uh, they're not active. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just seems that way. But but yeah, you, uh, to 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 answer the comment in the live chat, the UK seems to go crazy as well. The UK, yeah, it is, and it is just on par with America, man. <laughs> I don't know what's. I don't know if it's better in in, in Europe, you know. Um. Or in the Netherlands. Where, where in the there? Netherlands, yeah. Yeah, that is that is a great, great, great comment that people feel abandoned by labor, and that's and I think I think just from a uh uh observation perspective, I think that's what it is. I think people do not like the conservatives, but then at the same time, it feels like labor has left the sh- has left the ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then now you end up being in a situation where you don't even know what to do. <laughs> so they just so they just pick the tried and tested method, which is conservatives. Conservatives, or oh, maybe you go for Lib Dems, you know. But, but li- yeah. Lib Dems have been fairly quiet though since um since Nick Clegg. Yeah, that's true. Because Nick Clegg didn't deliver anything, right? No, he did deliver quite a few things though that were actually good for the 
for, for like um the country. He actually did like a few of his policies. Yeah, yeah, a few of his policies. What, like, were actually, like Nick Clegg's actual policies are not canons. like actual policies. Actual policies were actually put into place that were pretty good. I can't I can't remember exactly mm. what they were, but I remember having a conversation with my with my girlfriend about this, and and she actually told me like some of the policies that he put into place, and and yeah, he oh, wow. put some okay. some good uh, policies into place. To be fair, yeah, okay. So what you, you do you think do you think actually that uh Labour is gonna win uh the next elections? Let, let me tell you now, I'm not voting for Labour, I'm voting for Lib Dems. You voted for Lib Dems? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'll probably vote Lib Dem. I'll probably vote Lib Dem. Yeah. Can I can I give an honest opinion? Go on. Not an honest opinion. Can I can I since it's a safe space. Okay. I, I, have you ever voted before? Yeah. I've never voted, you know. Really? I've never voted. And really? I live to, I live to regret it because I don't know what it was. Um, when I was young, I guess, uh, David Cameron came into power. I liked David Cameron at the time. Um, yeah, I, re- and then, I, re- I remember you talking about him when we were at the gym and you saying he's like a great leader. I remember you saying that. <laughs> and um, and then the Brexit happens. I, I didn't vote during Brexit. And you know I didn't vote during Brexit? No, no, because I was... We were on what, holiday. What? Yeah, we were we on holiday at that oh, time. Oh, no, no, no. you're right. We, we yeah. were on holiday. Yeah, we, we, we were going to holiday, so so we couldn't vote. And, and we're also we were but, 16 anyway, weren't we? No, no, we weren't 16, we were like 19, bro. We didn't go on holiday at 16, we were 19. Nah, it was 18. It was actually 18. Or 18. So we we, we were definitely the voting age. But um uh uh but at the same time, regardless whether we whether we were in the country or not, I felt like it was such a safe bet that we we're gonna stay in the EU. But this is I, I think well, this is I guess the the only real time because I'm actually in the country that I can vote, to be fair. <laughs> now that I think about it. Well, yeah, we're, we're in our mid-20s, by the way. Yeah. For, 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 your, for, for your reference, uh, like 25. Um, but uh, what was the thing? No, but yeah, but, um, why you didn't vote? No, no. I, I was saying this is the first time where I'm like, it is actually like, it will be irresponsible for me. It will be very not irresponsible. To. Yeah, very it will be irresponsible too irresponsible. To <laughs> it will be very irresponsible to not vote. And I, I feel like the turnout is going to be crazy this time. But it anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, is there anything else here that that we should be talking about? Um. Uh... Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. I guess. I, I guess um you had some topics right no um we covered all my topics you know okay yeah we covered all my talk i don't know if you have any any other ones left that you want to talk about uh not really not really you want to get philosophical oh <laughs> uh, did you want to have that philosophical conversation yeah go on <laughs> you, you, you can start this because I don't, I don't know what you want to talk about uh Okay, so this conversation is, is crazy. I was I actually wanted to talk about the idea of God, right? On a philosophical okay. lens, right? Okay. Because I was I was having this this conversation earlier on, and I was like, a lot of people have this idea that like 
God is this like I guess uh, entity in the sky, right? Yeah. But should I tell you kind of my perspective on it? Okay, go on. So if you look at the idea of God and the devil, right? It's an idea of uh, good and evil. And it's a way that human civilization used to determine kind of how we maneuver as a society, right? Okay, yeah. And I feel like um, until we got to science, because good and evil is a force, right? It's equal and opposite reaction. But it's it's kind of, it's not it's not science. It's almost society or something, right? Yeah. And I feel like uh, until we got to science and science started looking at other forces such as gravity and it's still the same thing of like equal and opposite reaction for gravity there's what what's the opposite of gravity is it thrust i, I could be wrong there <laughs> what's the opposite of gravity hello yeah uh, I'm, I'm searching it chad you said nope what's uh what what is you what, what did you mean by nope But yeah, no, I was just saying that I feel like it's a, it's a, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Gravity has no opposite, really? Yeah, um, it has no opposite. Wow, I feel like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How did I go this long into my life without knowing? Jesus Christ. Well, I, I don't even know whether I should carry on with the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right, uh, carry on. Carry on. J- just swiftly move on. Okay. But yeah, no, I, I was saying is the idea of good and good and bad, right? So I think if you... And I'm not necessarily a religious person, right? Like, But I, I think if you look at kind of... The only thing I know is the Bible, so I can't talk about anything else. Okay. Um, I think that uh, if you look at the idea that there was God first and then there was the devil. Okay. I feel like if you look at it, because what is God? It's like a soul. It's like a, in my opinion, this is just philosophical speak. Okay. It's almost like a, a source of uh, good, right? A source of good energy, right? Yeah. And that that good energy, like if you look at the Big Bang, it was a a source of good energy for us because it created what we know as the universe, right? That is that is ever expanding. It created life. It created ever expanding life to this day, yeah. right? Yeah. But then if you look at uh, what is the source of the devil, aka evil, it is, for example, it will say stuff like the love of money is the root of all evil, right? Mm-hmm. The natural source of God, a.k.a. good, is that there is enough food for everyone to eat, right? The natural and then, for what did you say? Like the, the, uh, the natural spirit or energy of God, which is just another word for good. Okay. Or like a good energy, like good, good source of uh, a good spirit, right? Yeah. Is that there's enough food for everyone to eat. Okay. And then the things that do happen, like death, it happens naturally. Like in okay. a lion eating a zebra, or even if it's something that's way tragic, like a random uh, child uh, death, 
because sometimes that just happens. It's sad, but you know, it, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if you look at the devil, which is evil, it's like, for example, you look at uh, the idea of the love of money is the root of all evil, right? That's what they say. Yeah. If you look at kind of the, the system of capitalism we created, where there has to be rich and poor, where there has to be uh, a winner and a loser in a, to an extent, it means that we, we are creating uh, uh, a world where we just breed animals to kill them just so we can eat, to not even finish the food, to throw away the food. Okay. While somewhere there is someone that doesn't have any food um, yeah. and is starving, for, is, is dying from, from starvation. Yeah. That is an evil. And I think that's kind of, that, that's what my philosophical conversation is about. And I think that's what, um, if you look at religion, that's what it's kind of talking about. And I think, I think when you look at religion, a lot of people take it for face value. Like, uh, they take the stories at face value when really, when you look at it, you should be looking at it from a more, is describing almost human society or something. I don't know how to describe it. It's much more, you know, I don't know what you think about that. But that was my philosophical thought of the Okay, day. so 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 it's like it's it's not it's not the supernatural, it's more just describing it's basically all metaphors, is that what you're saying? I believe it's all metaphors. Like I don't actually believe like I, I look at it this way. Like for example, if someone said God created the world in seven days, I don't think God created the world in seven days. I I, I would think that the idea is that the the creation of the world, whether it's Big Bang, was sequential. And that is the point that it's trying to get across. Okay. But that's okay. my that's my philosophical conversation. Yeah. No, because I remember you saying, what was that conversation that we had about, was it, was it about Jesus? I can't remember. What? I've had a lot of conversations. I say it. Yeah, and I don't want to get into that. <laughs> what, what was that conversation? Remember when we were driving to, to your place? to your sister's place and we had that conversation in the car and you're trying to convince me what was what was that conversation that we had it which one i've had i've had a i i say that jesus was a very was a was a very wealthy person like he was because oh yeah i was saying that at the time like the same way right now we have the technology revolution right and we have silicon valley mm-hmm. i was saying this is always just philosophical talk but i was saying well, philosophical and speculative because we can't know for, for sure. But I was saying at the time, if you look at the Middle East, Big Bang happened in less than a nanosecond, according to theory. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you, but I, I guess I was more so saying the Big Bang happened in less than a nanosecond, but bef- but we had stars and from stars formed. I'm terrible at science. You know way more than me. But I, I think it was, was it not still sequential in terms of like, you have a, a star and then after a star from galaxies and then after galaxies, uh, the formed like water, it was kind of sequential in that sense, even though it had, the Big Bang happened in less than a nanosecond. Yeah, you said it's correct. Yeah, so I think that's, that's kind of the, the point that I was, I was trying to get across. But yeah, no, I, what, what was I saying? Yeah, I was saying that um, in the Middle East, mm-hmm. there was, at the time, there was a lot of religions because religions was like the new thing, right? It was like almost a new technology of being able to, uh, 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 what's it called? Gather people into your corner kind of thing. So okay. I was actually watching this, uh, this documentary about history 
and it was there was this one guy from like North Africa. He lived in like um the desert of North Africa, and it was an area where kind of people just lived in. It was not even a civilized kind of community, right? Okay. And what this guy did, um, he went to like a Spanish. Was it like a? He went to not a Spanish. He went to a university in Spain. This was way after Jesus, Jesus' time or like that era. Okay. He went to a university in Spain, um, learned like religion, came back and created his own form of, of, uh, of Christianity or Islam, one of the two. Oh. So, but, I, but at the time of, of the Jesus era, um, religion was a thing. There was a bunch of other religions. It's not that that religion stood the test of time and that became the biggest religion. So I always look at it the same way, like the 2000 era of Silicon Valley and all the, all these things are happening, but then they became Amazon. Okay. <laughs> That's the way so, I look so, at it. So, so you're basically saying, so, so he built, he built this religion. So you think he built it with the intention of, of it actually being this big religion? Yeah. I mean, if you look at it and, before and, that, right? Like, like, think, think about it, think about it this way. Think about it this way. Before that, what did you have to do? If you committed a sin, you have to take a goat to sacrifice it, right? Mm-hmm. and give it to god right mm-hmm. but but um what did he do it's almost like facebook right they created a a market where anyone can just sign up for free so what he did what jesus did was just say all right all you have to do is say uh well not maybe not jesus but what christianity did is that it got rid of all barriers okay. so it was easy for christianity to go widespread you don't have to kill anything all you have to do is say pray and say forgive me and say jesus christ my lord and savior and that's how it became big you know what i'm saying yeah almost in the same way that like facebook kind of but but my point being but i know the conversation you're talking about i was saying that jesus came from a wealthy family and he wasn't this guy who just came from out of nowhere (laughs) and you know that sounds blasphemous (laughs) i'm not gonna lie to you (laughs) It sounds very blasphemous. It does, but that, that's what that's what I truly believe. I don't I don't believe it was just a poor guy that just no no no. I mean if 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 you are if you are strong enough for the for the Roman Empire to see you as a threat, you're not just coming it's almost like it's almost like if Elon Musk right now is a threat to to America uh, or, or to China America or Russia or to, 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 to the Democrats. That's the way I look at it. But yeah, I still think it was always, it's always been the same thing about gaining control of the masses. And I think at that time, religion was the same thing. But I think because obviously, um, and and that's why I say a lot of people look at it in such a literal way, when I think a lot of it is storytelling to get a point across. You know what I mean? Whether that point across is do not steal or that point across is you got to live this way. And we still do the same thing to this day. Like Elon Musk will also tell you a story in order for you to buy something like, when I was 19 years old, I was in my student dorm and I thought, what would be the most impactful thing for human society? Uh, electric cars and rockets. You know what I mean? That's a story yeah, for you yeah. to buy into it. And, and because human, human beings connect with stories and that's how you kind of, that's how we connect. And, and let's also not forget that most of the Bible is man-made and, 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 the, and the church basically decided what went yeah in, in, Constant- in, in, in constantinople i did this uh in my history class actually <laughs> in constantinople yeah. they, they decided that and they all met up 
they decided um, con- what went what went into it and what didn't. What so, went into it and what didn't, yeah. So yeah, so it's it's it's, it's definitely um yeah, it's it's definitely manipulated in some way. Yeah. You yeah. I, I remember I was reading I was seeing somewhere and then one quote in the Bible said like give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. I was like Caesar definitely put that in there. <laughs> Wait, the Bible. What, what did it say? It says, "Gives to Caesar what belongs to Caesar." Right? Jesus. But uh, you, you can you can you can correlate that in however you want. A lot of people may say that that's like whatever country you're in that kind of pay taxes. I don't know how how you want to, you know, uh, interpret that. It says, yeah, but that... then Jesus told them, "Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar." Nah, but yeah, <laughs> nah. This is that. Nah, this is crazy. He's definitely added that source in there. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they marveled so, at him. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. That's crazy. So that's that's kind of my thought on it. So when I look at, uh, not really from religious, but in terms of, I guess, God and the devil, I always look at it as good and evil. And that's another source of kind of something that, it's something that exists in this world, that, but we cannot necessarily quantify or calculate. You know what I mean? Yeah, so... So I I remember we were having this conversation. Um, so I think I remember part of it. It was more of a conversation about about the um the soul, or okay, I think it was about the soul or something like that. Um, okay, and it, and more um and more of maybe heaven and hell. Okay. Oh yeah, and even the idea of heaven and hell. I don't I don't think heaven actually exists. I, I think the idea of heaven was created. Uh, to kind of scare people, you know, to, to, to obey. But I think that could have been a part of, uh, you know, people uh, tweaking with with uh, the religious text, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I always looked at it as, as, because if you kind of look at it, it's um, if, you, if you do uh, good, right? If you do good things, you, are at, you have a peace of mind. I think it's 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 a more so a mental state of, of heaven and a mental state of hell. Like if you if you're an evil person, you cannot your mental you, you will have a tormented mental space is is what I'm trying to say. So, so I, I I always I always thought it wasn't a physical place, but more so about it was almost like a mental health kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so but it's yeah. like so if if you're if you're in a dark space mentally, you're basically in hell. No, not if you're in a dark space mentally, but just like I, I do think that people that commit um, atrocious things cannot live with themselves. They will be tormented in some way. Like, for example, Hitler. Okay. I don't think you can completely live with yourself and be happy by doing evil. I think you can commit. I think you can be happy by doing good things, but I think that's that's the heaven and that's the hell. I don't think it's a place that exists after you die. I think it exists in real in real time, depending on how you live. So, so basically, like if you live, what would be considered? Is and you can have a heaven on earth and a hell on earth, or mentally speaking, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. But yeah, that was kind of the philosophical talk there. <laughs> At the end of this. Uh, what did you think about um, uh, that theory about about um, the the Bible was basically about all about mushrooms? I've never heard of that theory. This is the first time I'm hearing it. Did you not hear that? 
I've never heard that theory. So, so basically, um, I, I was hearing this on another podcast, which I, which I shall not name, but um, yeah, um, they were talking about um, uh, how basically, um, they were saying Jesus is basically is basically the mushroom, and <laughs> yeah, and and basically they were saying something like, um, it 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 was it was something that they wrote in in sort of encrypted words to basically be able to find the mushroom and and yeah what mushroom and why do they want to find it to get high (laughs) (laughs) no i mean you need to send me a link to this because (laughs) it sounds loud i I need to find that i need to find that but yeah because i because i I can't really uh say fully what it is But, Mm -hmm. but yeah man We've covered a lot of uh, subject matter here. Is there anything else? I think that's that's it, right? Yeah, I think that's really it. It's been a, it's been a pretty good podcast today. Was it on a call-in podcast? Was it on a call-in podcast? No, it was it was a it was the Joe Rogan podcast. That makes so much more sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just type in Joe Rogan um, mushroom Bible mushroom so Bible, sense. and you'll find it. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've talked, we've discussed a lot of stuff. So I know we've got one listening here right now, uh, and we talked about the insider trading event where uh, someone got uh, the the New York department. What what was the specific department? Do you know? Wasn't it, wasn't it the Southern New York Department of Justice or something? I don't know. Yeah, the Southern New York Department of Justice uh, arrested someone for insider trading due to NFTs. We've talked about the war in Russia. Is Russia winning? Obviously, we say kind of the ruble's kind of... Ruble, I think I said that wrong. It's kind of up right now. Uh, we talked about Lithuania and its uh, sanctions on um, the Russian uh, flight trains. Also, tech, tech layoffs as well. The layoffs in tech... Uh, the Supreme Court Supreme rulings, Justice, yeah, abortions, abortions, um, UK politics, strikes. So we've we've covered oh, a lot of ground yeah. today, even some philosophical talk at the end there. But yeah, so this has been episode six of the uh, Silicon Junkie podcast. Uh, thank you for everyone that joined, and also our current listener, Umit, uh, Umit. I hope I'm saying that right. Thank you also for uh, sticking by and staying tuned. We'll see you later on episode seven. Yeah, we'll see you later. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye.